Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. You are far too kind. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. What's good, y'all? It's Thursday. I'm hyped. Kanye West is doing his listening party on Apple Music tonight. The Donda album is finally being released. You know what I mean? You know, y'all know I'm a big Kanye fan, and I always say he and I suffer from the same disease. We have the right intentions, but our delivery is terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm glad. Because it's crazy how now that Trump is out of office, everyone's just forgiving Ye for his shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? No one cares that he said slavery was a choice. No one cares that he wore MAGA hats. We don't give a fuck no more. Just want music from him. You know what I'm saying? So big shout out to him. He's having his listening party over in Atlanta at that big ass stadium. Shit holds like 70,000 people. Um, and then his album drops tomorrow. I'm hype. It's named after his mom, Donda. Um... His last album, the gospel album, eh. Hopefully he returns back to regular Kanye. But, you know, big shout out to him. Um, speaking of rappers, the opposite of Kanye is Dr. Dre. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Dr. Dre has to pay $300,000 a month. Okay? For those who are not good at math, that is $3.6 million a year to his ex-wife until she remarries someone or dies. Look, man, I'm going to just say this. I, I heard, I heard, allegedly, a Glock 19 is $600 and a funeral is about $20,000. Do whatever you want with that information. Do whatever you want. All I'm saying is, like, all I'm saying is every African-American day of my life that I spend on this planet, I understand O.J. Simpson that much more. Like, like $3.6 million a year, bro. Like, there's actual rappers who don't make $3.6 million a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's rappers who can't get 3.6 million views on their video, my nigga. What? Then I started thinking, I'm like, damn, like, how old is this bitch? She's 51. I did my Google. She's 51 years old, right? And then the average lifespan of a woman in the United States is 78.54 years. She is 51. That is 27 and a half more years potentially. Nigga. Quick mathematics. That's $99 million she could get out of this divorce, bro. Nah, son, nah. $99 million? I'd have to call some Compton Crips to do some work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, R.I.P. to Nipsey, but how they kill him but not this this woman? <laughs> nah, let me stop. <laughs> A while. But, but still, son, ain't no pussy worth $100 million, bro. Ain't no stink pussy on planet Earth worth $100 million. And she not even pretty. I don't want to talk bad about the woman of this man's children, but shorty look like China. All right? It's not worth it, bro. $100 million for, for some stink pussy? Nah, bro. Nah. 
Fuck out of here, man. And not to sound sexist, but I always find it funny how, like, the world's richest men got their money from hard work and the world's richest women always end up getting their money from sucking dick and divorce. Like, like so, so basically this chick can go and fuck new niggas in a new house, in a new car, and dress up her new niggas in new clothes and Dr. Dre got to pay for it? We'll let that shit happen to me, though. I'll tell you that much. Yo, word to Obama. If I ever have to pay anyone $100 million, I'm getting five niggas from the Bronx to eradicate you. Like, I know I talk shit about the Bronx, but they are part of our borough. Only New Yorkers can shit on the Bronx. Like I said before, the Bronx is like a family member you ashamed of, you know, so you talk shit about them. But only you could do that. No outsiders can. So you still love them. But if $100 million, I'm getting some dusty Bronx people to, 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 to put in some work because this don't make no sense. Anywho, I'm fresh off vacation. Glad to be back. I needed that little getaway. Nothing crazy. Um, but yo, this is like my fourth time going to Miami. Every time I go, it's pretty chill. You know, yeah, it's a party city, but man, the vibe changed. Like it used to just be like a fun party vibe, but now it's just packs of niggas. Just standing around, blasting ignorant music, trying to sell weed every block. Yo, big man, I got that Zaza, I got that loud, you heard, got that loud. Shrey Cali, you heard, fam, you heard, you heard, you heard. Yo, my man, yo, my man, yo, my man. If you dirty, dusty nigglets don't get the fuck out my face, I'm tired of seeing these fucking Kodak black looking niggas every five blocks trying to sell me an eighth. Get the fuck out my face, bro. Like, God, I am on vacation. Do not talk to me, son. It's COVID out here. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to believe COVID fake. I'm starting to believe COVID fake because, yo, that, yo, I'm in Florida the whole time. Not one person had on a mask. Not one motherfucking person. And nobody died, son. Not one person died. Not one person. All right, I'm lying. One person may have died. Yo, the first night we got there, right? First night. I went with my girl. My boy Will and his girl, right? Um, they were they were on my podcast before when we were in Jamaica. So, first night there, I'm on Ocean Drive, just walking. Now, I don't know how many of y'all been to Miami before, but on Ocean Drive, you know, you used to be able to drive on there. Can't drive no more. So, outdoor dining. The first night we there was a Saturday. Maybe the vibe was different because we went on a weekend, but here or there. The first night, this dude was stumbling, walking down the street with his boy. His boy let go of him for 0.2 seconds. That nigga fell and cracked his dome on the floor. And I'm like, yep, that nigga's dead. <laughs> like, all you saw is dredge just go flying and bang. I'm like, yeah, damn, that's tough. The weekend just started. <laughs> like, smacked his head on the hot concrete. Like, you know, if you don't know how to handle your alcohol, chill out. Take it easy, bro. Take it easy. But yeah, it, um, Miami was cool. Um, we had a couple of mishaps. Will almost had a nigga moment, but, you know, we, we, we had a good time. It was better than being in New York. We all know exactly what I'm talking about. I ain't going to spread that man's business. But he almost had, he almost had to act like a, a, a New York hood nigga. <laughs> But um yeah, it was it was it was some fuckery we had to deal with. 
And I was like, damn, it's mad ignorance out here. The, yo, the PPP loans were in full effect because I've never seen so many dusty niggas riding around in Lambos. Like, yo, I'm like, yo, I should have took that loan out because this is some bullshit. There's no reason I'm riding around in this car and these niggas is driving Lamborghinis, bro. Shit make no sense. But um, yeah, so Kanye dropping that new album. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Kanye again, bro. That nigga dropped his whole wife before he dropped the new album. <laughs> nigga said, fuck him, fuck that. I need happiness, fuck this bitch. But, yo, it's crazy how, like, remember Kanye was bipolar? <laughs> like, how is this nigga normal now? Like, I remember his last albums... It was just a fucking shit show. You know, this nigga was screaming about mental health every five minutes and all this other fuckery. Uh, being bi- I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. All of that. And nigga was crying during his fucking campaign and all this goofy shit. Remember that? Now the nigga just is normal. You know, I've been saying yay and bipolar. I've been saying that. Some just use that as a ploy to sell records because, like, mental health was the hot topic around that time. Like, everyone was suicidal and I'm on I'm f- fucking mental health, bro. Gotta go to therapy, bro. Like, cool. If that's your thing, go do that. Go see a therapist. But, you know, how is everyone mentally ill all of a sudden? I remember black people was like, man, I ain't crazy. I ain't fucking with no therapist. Now, all of a sudden, oh, man, you don't know my upbringing, bro. Nigga, I know your upbringing. We from the same building. You're fine. You had a mom and dad. No one touched you. Like, where you coming from? And people, don't let mental health. Don't let mental health be a crutch from you not getting your ass whooped. Okay? Because it's like people do dumb shit and then want to use mental health as a scapegoat so they can escape all the repercussions and consequences of their actions. Listen, bro, I don't give a fuck how crazy you are or if you belong in a straitjacket. Don't come near me because I will fuck you up. <laughs> like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you're having a bipolar episode. I don't care if you're in a manic state. I'm going to whip your ass because everybody's crazy until they get punched in their fucking face. Now, if you get your ass whooped and you're still crazy, okay, you legit crazy. But if you just like running around acting a fucking fool, showing out, and then somebody slapped the shit out of you, and then all of a sudden you calm, bro, there's nothing wrong with you. And I, I, Listen, I understand. I'm, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not licensed to diagnose anybody. But understand, bro, if you can consciously think of things to do, ain't nothing wrong with you, bro. You just need your ass whipped. You, you're a little spoiled. That's all. That's all. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's all. What I want to talk about today. Yo. So, Space Jam just came out. Hold on, let me, let me. I get a little sippy sip. People that are in my my age bracket, give it up. Just give it up. New things are not meant to entertain you. Whether it be Marvel, music, Space Jam. Don't be a loser and critique everything new. Like, 
we're now in the 25 to 40 bracket. Jordan's been retired for like 20 years, bro. Give it a rest. Like your childhood's over. Let the new generation enjoy stuff. Like embrace the youth. Like if humans never embraced new stuff, we'd still be listening to fucking disco. Like remember our our parents hated rap. You know what I'm saying? Like this this new generation, let them be happy. Let them be happy. You know what's crazy to think about too? Like <laughs> if you were born in 99, right? Your mom's was getting lat lit 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 to back that ass up by juvenile. Like <laughs> <laughs> like your mom was one of the women running to the dance floor, cash money records taking over for the nine nine and two thousand. Like your mom's was in the back of an Escalade. If you was born in like ninety nine or oh five, your mom was in the back of an Escalade getting donkey dick by niggas who swore they were in cash money or gene unit. That's a fact. These 90s and 2000s kids have a totally different mentality and upbringing than us older people. And that's okay. Just like we have a different mentality from our parents. Remember older people tried to ban Eminem when we were kids? Don't be those people. Like, let the youth enjoy their youth. Let them be them. No one cares about your back-in-the-day-ass stories. Nobody gives a fuck. All right? We're old. You know how I know I'm old? Music I grew up on is now being sampled for this generation's music. Like, like my music is oldies, bro. You know what I'm saying? Let it go. I see so many people in my age bracket criticizing Black Widow and Space Jam. Like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you, bro. It wasn't made with you in mind. It was, it was, it was made for children. Like, oh, it ain't better than the original Space Jam. I okay, the original Space Jam came out in what, 96? I was eight when that came out. 96, 97. I was like eight, nine years old. R. Kelly, this is before he was pissing on bitches. Times were different. Times were different. It was lit to us because we watched all the Looney Tunes cartoons and Jordan was like Jesus to us at that time. Just like LeBron is Jesus to eight-year-old kids now. Like, don't ruin their fun with your hate. A lot of y'all just mad because LeBron is around your age. I'm 33. LeBron's like 36. So, you know what I'm saying? Give or take, I could have went to school with this dude. So, a lot of people just view LeBron as like, that nigga ain't better than me. He is. You're a failure. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Okay, LeBron, y'all just mad because he's worth a billion dollars. LeBron just eclipsed a billion dollars today. First player in NBA history to earn over a billion dollars. Okay, so y'all mad at that. Y'all mad he got a nice family. You're mad he never got caught up in any side tricks or chicks or off the court drama. And you're just a failure at life. Just shut up. Be happy and learn to have fun while it's still free. Like grown adults complaining about Black Widow and Space Jam. Like that, that shit is just bugging me. It's for kids, not 40 year old men, bro. Grow up. Go watch. Go watch motherfucking. No Country for Old Men or some bullshit if you're looking for an award-winning script and character development and plots and all this goofy... Bro, it's a kid's movie. It's colorful. It's supposed to be silly. It's not meant to entertain 35-year-olds, bro. 
Give it a rest. Give it a fucking rest. What's wrong with you, man? I don't get it. Y'all niggas are salty. Oh, Black Widow. Uh, it could have been this. It could have been that. It could have been that. You know what? My sister could have been born and banned and she could have been my brother. But she's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? You have to understand how an eight-year-old looks at LeBron. They don't give a fuck about Jordan. They don't. These kids never seen Jordan play. They were not born. These kids were born in like 2000, what? 13, bro? Jordan retired in 2001? 2002? Oh, fuck about this nigga. LeBron is their Jordan. Steph Curry is their Jordan. Giannis is their Jordan. Like, stop hating on them. The same way we don't give a fuck about Bill Russell clips. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who's watching Kobe, AI? We don't give a fuck about no Bill, some Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell. We don't watch that old shit. Oh, watch this Clyde Frazier and Julius Irvin back in the day, boy. Man, shut your old ass up. That's how you old niggas sound. Shout out to Giannis for winning the NBA championship. Alright. Am I the hugest Giannis fan? Not at all. Um, but I give credit where credit is due. The man dropped 50 and won a ring. Alright. I I can't talk no shit. Everyone was like, oh well, this player was injured, that player was injured. Da, 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 da. I hear you. That's that's cool. That's great. But he still won. No one else won. Still gotta be a winner. Stop hating. The old generation is exactly that, old. Stop worrying about kids wearing skinny jeans. Dress how you feel comfortable. Leave these kids alone. These kids are running around with purple jeans, purple hair, and drinking lean. Leave them alone. We used to run around like dickheads wearing size 40 jeans when we were a 30 waist, looking like fucking idiots, and 6XL t-shirts, all right? And why the fuck were we wearing dicky suits back in the day? Like, who who authorized that? Why? Can someone explain that to me? That was the dumbest fit of all time. They look like jail outfits. We are not gang members from Compton. Why were we dressing like them? And niggas had the nerve to have the matching Air Force Ones and the matching do-rag, bro. Let's not talk about fashion from our generation. We look like dickheads. Big ass rockerwear jeans with the Schmedium G unit wife beater. IOC, I remember you niggas was wearing them Schmedium wife beaters, bro. Don't make me call your name out. Ladies, youth alone. Y'all niggas was wearing pink. And y'all worry about the new generation? Cameron had our generation wearing pink, bro. Cameron had our generation wearing pink. Motherfucking Cash Money had us running around putting foil on our teeth. <laughs> and yet, we shitting on the new generation. Bro, We go look in the mirror. Alright, go critique that. Bugging out, man. I think people need to look in the mirror more often. Look inside themselves more often. Reflect on their decisions more often. Really think about 
the partner you're with more often. Fellas, I cannot stress this enough. Real talk. If your girl always trying to fight someone, getting drunk, acting a fucking fool, getting in niggas' faces and just mad problematic, dump that bitch, please. Just, Just get rid of her. Just get rid of her, man. Just get rid of her. Don't get shot or locked up because your chick is a loud mouth with a fat ass, bro. Let her get shot or jumped on her own free time, bro. Because here's the thing. She will leave you and fuck other niggas if you die or get locked up trying to help her. That's a fact. Go be free. Go look, Be out, bro. Because this dude's doing 10 to 15 right now because of some loud mouth who felt she could talk crazy to a dude. That's a fact. There's a dude dead right now because this girl wanted to talk crazy to a dude. Yo, yo, I saw this video the other day on Twitter, right? <laughs> like, this shit is hilarious. A guy pulled up to his wife's job. Apparently, her and one of her male co-workers got into it. What it was, I don't know. But here's the thing. I'm watching the video, and I knew out the gate, my nigga, the husband was going to get fucked up because the co-worker had on some crusty black low-top Air Force Ones, bro. Everybody knows them shoes means demon time, bro. It's bad enough he had on all black forces, but they was cooked, my nigga, like creases, the toe pointed up. That nigga doesn't care about his own life. He don't care about yours, bro. That nigga is with all the shenanigans, bro. That is not somebody you fight. Only three people wear crusty black Air Force Ones. Drug addicts, people who caught chlamydia more than once, or niggas who have the strength of 10 Bronx crackheads. This nigga happened to have the strength of 10 Bronx crackheads, bro. You know what I'm saying? Also, this nigga had on shorts that were like a size too big and came past his kneecap. And he had cornrows and tattoos on his face. This nigga's obviously a murderer, bro. (laughs) That is murderer attire. Who wears big ass shorts, bro? With the ankle socks and crusty black forces. I cannot stress that enough. People, if you see anyone with some cooked black forces, just go, go about your day. Just leave them alone. Just don't even talk to them. All right? So anyway, the husband pulls up. Niggas thugging and bugging, looking for static. Ah, ah, you know, trying to defend his girl's honor and all that stupid shit. But here's the thing, right? The co-worker was calm. He didn't respond to any of the yelling, none of the theatrics, nothing. And then the, the wife is trying to calm a man down. She's like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. So the husband's like, nah, let me at him, let me at him. Ah, ah, like, he looked indecisive, like, damn, this nigga's not responding to any of my yelling. Like, I don't know if I still want to do this. Finally, my man took it upon himself and said, fuck it. Move his, his wife out the way and charge at the coworker. Yo, her coworker took this nigga to Suplex City. This nigga hit him with a WWE slam and knocked the sonic rings out this nigga, bro. Like, belly-to-belly suplex. Like, he had this man six feet in the air and slammed him to the concrete. Twice, bro. (laughs) Twice. Then proceeded to knuckle this nigga's chin up multiple times. Like, 
What the fuck can you say to your girl in the car after that? Like, that has got to be the worst car ride home ever. Like, you can never argue with your girl again, bro. Ever. Like, like your girl can't, she can't, she can't see you as a man after that. <laughs> like, like what? Every time she go to work. Her coworker gonna be like, he gonna say whatever he want now. Cause what she gonna do? Go get her man? Yeah, go get that bitch ass nigga. What he gonna do? You better come back shooting, bro. <laughs> he has to come up to the job and moiter her coworker. There's no other way to to. He gotta put in. He gotta put in that pain, bro. He gotta put in that pain because every argument she not gonna take you serious. Who the fuck you talk to? You, nigga, why you ain't do all that when that nigga was throwing you in the air? Yo, that nigga really picked him up like a child and dropped him on his noggin, bro. Like, all the respect is done. All the respect is done. The only way you're going to get her to listen is by beating her up so she respects your gangster. And who wants that, bro? Like, nobody wants domestic violence so just leave bro just leave just leave it is summer there's plenty of women out here go find one don't stay with no toxic psychopath bro it's not worth it ain't worth it give it a rest and now it's time for supreme dickhead now supreme dickhead is a is a two for one this episode the first one goes to whoever thought that putting Dua Lipa on a pop smoke song was a good idea like my nigga what yo shout out to pop smoke rest in peace pop smoke his his latest album came out like last week um so I'm blasting it I'm going through it I'm like all right some of these songs weak but okay I get it makes sense then it was some real Brooklyn drill Woo shit. I'm like, oh, okay, I fuck with this, you know. Tough. And then I'm kicking back, driving around, and then here come Dua Lipa singing over some fucking Maroon 5 sounding beat. I'm like, who the fuck authorized this? <laughs> like, like who was really sitting in that board meeting like, hi, you know who we should get? Who? Uh, um, Fabio Farn? Nope. <laughs> Chef G? Nope. <laughs> who? I got it. Uh, Davies, because he's crip. Nope. Snoop, because he's crip. Nope. I got an even better one. Who? Who? You know how drill started in, you know, Europe? You know, the London drill scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get a drill rapper from UK? No, 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 no. I got a better one. Who? Dua Lipa. Nigga, what? Like, whose mans is this? Like, who really thought this was a great idea? The song is ass bro <laughs> like like straight hot summertime shitty ass bro just ass i never want to hear that shit again the song was so bad I almost deleted the whole album off my phone like and don't even get me wrong don't even get me wrong i like some of dua lipa songs but what the fuck does she know about drill music like is this bitch woo is she crit and she's is she big old nine too? Does she have a gun? Can this bitch even woo walk? Matter of fact, has she been to Brooklyn? I don't think she has. She don't look like the type that be in the floss, 
know what I'm saying? Looking for ops. All right. That that whole feature could suck my entire dick and balls, bro. All right. So that feature could suck my dick after the gym. That's how I feel about that feature. Second Supreme Dickhead goes to what I call a Karen who was flying on a plane. Now I'm gonna <laughs> now I'm gonna just read y'all the part of the article. I'm gonna just kind of summarize it. I'll pick and choose. I'm just gonna give y'all the the so in the New York Post, okay. An apparently unhinged woman was duct taped to an airplane seat last week after she allegedly attacked the flight crew and tried to open the door of the aircraft in mid-flight. Okay. For those who don't know what happens when you open the door during a flight, basically it turns the fucking plane inside out. <laughs> okay. Like, it's like you ever see dust on the floor and then you take a vacuum cleaner and put it in front of the dust? Yeah. The way that dust flies out, that's people. That's how you fly out of a plane when the door opens up. Now, the flight was going from Dallas to Charlotte, and it was delayed like three hours before it departed. And an hour into the trip, just all hell broke loose, right? And this chick is sitting there on her seat, calm, and then has an episode, you know, where she starts freaking out. And then says to herself, I need to get off this plane. See, this is what I mean about you mental health niggas. She starts banging on doors trying to get off. And it took five flight attendants to hold her down. And literally duct tape this bitch to her seat. Now, the first time I read this, I thought like the, the, the passengers duct taped her. And I was just like, yo, who the fuck is just flying around with duct tape? Like type of rapey shit <laughs> like who has duct tape while they're traveling like you went to go kidnap somebody but it turns out it was the 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 flight attendants and the the employees of the aircraft who duct taped her to her seat and I, like you, you, we already got enough shit to deal with in post-covid america well it's not even post-covid we're still kind of mid-covid but we just decided we don't give a fuck about it anymore so we already got to fly with masks on and planes are back to being fully populated. The flight I was on coming home was a nightmare, bro. A fucking nightmare. I'm not even going to get into that. Just know it was the worst flight I've ever had in my life. And, you know, now you got to worry about people and their mental health issues trying to pull open plane doors. Like a lot of people have been shook since 9-11 happened. Okay, people just have this weird, like, oh, shit, I don't know if I want to get on a plane. Like, that was a tragic event. And now you got to worry about motherfuckers opening up plane doors because they're going through an episode. Yo, bro, listen. If I was on that plane and one that took five people, I would have punched this bitch's chin through the back of her seat. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck type of time you think I'm on, but you're not... You're not finna endanger my life. First of all, that's a woman. I can understand if it was like a six foot five male, you know, who's like 200 plus pounds. Then it's like, ah, shit, you know, (laughs) we got to jump this nigga. But it took five of y'all to take down one lady, bro. I would have fucking suplexed that bitch through the floor. I would have punched her right in her titty. I would have knocked her left titty into her right one so hard. (laughs) You, You shitting me like... 
Who was on this plane? Was it just all old people and toddlers? Like, the fuck is going on? And I can't understand why we got to just suffer because they want to have manic episodes. Nah. Nah, bro. I would have unhinged. Talking about she's unhinged. I would have unhinged that bitch's jaw. Shitting me? Fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's a problem in this world. You, No one gets their ass whipped anymore. That's the problem, bro. Nick, yo. People be doing the most because they know there's no real repercussions, especially in New York. Niggas is just getting out of jail with no bail now. Criminals is back on the street. Yo, there's more people dying from gun violence than COVID. Fuck a mask. You better get a bulletproof vest. Fuck the mask. I'll take my chances. I'll cough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But can we can we get bulletproof vests, please? De Blasio's all but checked out because he knows, man, I'm about to be out of here anyway. The city's a shithole, bro. <laughs> like, the fuck is going on? But yeah, nah, it, it wouldn't have took five people if I was on that plane, man. We would have, man, me and my girl would have whooped that bitch's ass. One smooth punch to her jaw would have knocked her head right off her shoulders. She would have been asleep, duct taping right then and there. Thanks for flying Delta. You know what I'm saying? Like, take no five workers. And who was the nigga that was sitting next to her that just let that rock? Like, his first seat's in front of the emergency door. Like, it's, chances are it's three people there. Like, at minimum two. So, you didn't see her just going to grab it. Like, the three of y'all should have just jumped up and, you know, say, handle that. There's no way she would have... Because in the row, it's like seat A, B, and C. She would have never made it to seat C. Like, it would have been a fist. Like, what? Man, whip people's ass, bro. I advise everybody to go to boxing. To shit like this. Gonna hit that bitch right in her chinny chin chin. Feel me? But yeah, man. Like I said, vacation was great. <laughs> Yo, every picture I took, I posted it as, like, when you could tag the location, I put it as the Bronx. Yo, clearly it was a joke. You could not pay me to go to the Bronx, okay? The Bronx is the upside down from Stranger Things. Like, I I don't need to go through that portal, son. I'm Gucci. But, yo, why people were really hitting me up saying, where in the Bronx is this? Nigga, what? Have you ever seen Water That Blue anywhere in New York? No. Stop asking me stupid shit, bro. When the fuck has New York ever had aqua blue water, my nigga? Ever. Never in your cotton-picking life have you seen clear blue water in New York. Why the fuck would it be in the Bronx, bro? Why would it be in the Bronx? Why would I be wearing swimming trunks in the Bronx? You think I'm going... To Chocha Beach in the Bronx to go swimming? <sighs> Listen, bro, I'm more scared of New York City water than I am of COVID. Uh, if you grew up drinking from water fountains in New York City, you can't get COVID, my nigga. <laughs> That's a fact. Because bums used to bathe in that fountain overnight while we were asleep. And then when we get and ran in the park and sip water from there, 
all the bum ass and dick sweat would be on there and we would be drinking that water. If that didn't kill us, you're fine. If you grew up drinking Kool-Aid in a black people's household, you are immune to COVID because black people put a thousand pounds of sugar. Have you ever seen Kool-Aid left on the counter for more than a day? It like starts eating away at the color of your counter. What do you think that's doing to your organs, my nigga? If you survive that through your childhood, you're fine. If you ever drunk that powdered Lipton iced tea growing up, you can't get COVID, bro. That's, there's no tea in that shit. It's just a big thing of sugar and food coloring, bro. If you survive that, you're not getting COVID, my nigga. You're not. Ah, Now it's time to episode, end this episode, excuse me, with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. Be yourself because everyone else is 